You're listening to a Royal Children's Hospital Education Hub podcast. Hi, my name's Sarah Temby and I'm an Education Fellow in Education Hub at the Royal Children's Hospital. Today we have Steve Lacey, who is a Tudor Radiographer in the Royal Children's Hospital Medical Imaging Department. Welcome, Steve. Thanks, Sarah. Great to be here. And we also have Trent Wilkie, who is a Clinical Educator and a Radiographer. Welcome, Trent. G'day. Thanks. Steve and Trent have been working together in medical imaging for 12 years, and today we will be discussing paediatric patient communication in the general x-ray setting. So Steve, we're going to start with you. Communicating with children in a hospital setting can be quite difficult at the best of times. What is it about medical imaging that is confronting to the child? Well, a lot of people think about medical imaging as just being x-rays, but in fact there's actually a whole different range of examinations that we can do in addition to this. Uh, And they include things like ultrasound, CT, MRI, nuclear medicine, fluoroscopy. And they all use equipment in different ways. And the equipment themselves can be quite small, can be quite large. They can be noisy, they can be quiet. Uh, The rooms that we use them in can be dark or they can be light. And so there's a range of options for all of us. For a child, this can all be confronting in that there's a bit of a fear of the unknown. Uh, There's meeting lots of new people. There's unfamiliar equipment that they might think, well, what's it for and how does it work? And have you found anything to be particularly useful across all of medical imaging that helps with this? Yeah, we uh, think that preparation of the child is usually the best way to go. So they can get a good understanding of what's going to happen during the examination when they're they're well prepared. And we do this in a variety of ways uh, that we try to do anyway, which is using some educational videos such as video called Be Positive that we have that's available on our website through YouTube. And then we also have uh, an app called Oki that we have that's been developed specifically for our uh, department. And can you tell me a little bit more about this Oki app? Yeah, so this app was created a few years back by uh, one of the Royal Children's Hospital child life therapists in conjunction with the creative services team. The app itself is a, it, it has a bunch of games on it that children and adults can, can play on in terms of things like you know, how to keep still and, and how to hold your breath, but also understanding a little bit more about the different modalities that we have. But there's also some educational videos that are associated with, with each of them as well. And to get the app, yeah, you just have to download just like any other app you would um, just off the app store. You can find it and it's a free app as well. So it's, it's very useful to have. And a lot of other people that I know that use it in other departments actually have found it very useful. And Trent, what are the main challenges that you face in the general x-ray work environment? So our patients often come to x-ray without an appointment, so we don't necessarily get the opportunity to prepare them using the methods that Steve's mentioned. X-ray is also quite fast-paced. We have lots of patients uh, waiting in x-ray at the same time, um, and we need to be able to see these patients relatively quickly. At the same time, creating a calm and uh, non-rushed environment for the patient when it's their turn. Establishing rapport is another thing that can be time-consuming, so we need to come up with some quick methods of establishing rapport as we more often than not are meeting patients for the first time and we may not necessarily see them again. So what happens with us it will affect their next examination and the next radiographer. Also, sort of, we need to make a quick assessment of the patient's capabilities, their developmental level or even their mood on that particular day to get an idea of what we might need to do to assist them through the x-ray. Okay, and so how do you get around the fact that you only have a very short time at the beginning of each examination? Yeah, um, room preparation is pretty crucial, as Steve mentioned. Uh, So we do this before bringing the patient into the room. So there's nothing worse than you bring a patient and family in and then you start moving all the equipment around and it can be quite daunting for the child. 
always greeting the patient with a warm, happy face or happy eyes on top of your mask. <laughs> yep. Uh, make them feel like they're the most important person in the world is good too. So also sort of common sense is uh, getting down on the child's level, talking to the child, ask questions to them, involve them. Don't just sort of chat to the accompanying adult or talk through them and have some child-friendly things in your room. Uh, that might immediately distract them from the equipment, so something that's more familiar to them. Mm. And can you give us a few examples of those child-friendly things that you would use for distraction? So you can use big teddy bears. You could have pictures of familiar cartoon characters such as Bluey. In one of our x-ray rooms, we have pictures of ice creams that the patients often point out when they first come in the room. Mm -hmm. And it's good to have these pictures in strategic points around the room as well. So on the bottom of the x-ray machine, so that when the patients are lying supine, they can actually still see something and have something to look at. Yep. And for example, in ultrasound, each room is decorated differently. So patients have new things to find and look for each time they come to visit. So this could be useful in setting up your own sort of paediatric x-ray room that can be temporary as well. Yeah, great. Some helpful tips there. And so Steve, once the patient is in the room and they've had some time to look around, how do you get them to do what you want? Yeah, well, that's a bit of a make or break situation, that one. And if you, if you don't get it right, from the beginning, it can be pretty difficult to get them back from there. I think Trent kind of mentioned before about getting them getting down to their eye level so that your eye kind of matches that of the patient and then maintain a bit of positivity throughout. So let them know what you're going to do uh, at each point that you're going to do it. You can involve them in the examination if you want. So you can let them have a bit of a play with the equipment first sometimes, you know, things like pushing the light beam diaphragm button, the collimators, that kind of stuff. But I always find it really helpful if you give them choices to make them feel a little bit in, in control. So I'm talking about things like, you know, would you like to climb up on the bed yourself or do you want mum or dad to get you up? And then throughout the examination, you can kind of do one or two things. If the patient's pretty distracted, kind of just keep that distraction going. Don't try to bring their focus back to what you're doing. Just let them stay distracted and then kind of work around that. If the patient's not distracted, though, then you can kind of keep providing reassurance for them that tell them what you're doing so that tell them that they're doing a good job in what they're doing as well. So that way they feel that reassurance and it helps them a lot. And in some cases, you can even get the parent to demonstrate or even use a toy to kind of demonstrate what, what we're going to do to them as well. And it's not always an ideal world. So what do we do if the patient doesn't cooperate? Yeah, that's a very tricky situation and you kind of need a bit of a plan A, B, C, D, all the way through to Z, really. Absolutely. You can try some distractions such as books or shows or music, an iPad or even the parent's phone sometimes can be quite useful. I've been known to pull my own phone out to try to help because I've got ABC Kids on my phone. <laughs> yep. And distraction through other methods like talking to them about an unrelated topic, so such as school or, or what are you going to do after the x-ray, songs they like, you might even, you know, try to sing in yourself if it might work. Uh-oh. <laughs> um, doesn't work for me, that's for sure. But don't be afraid as well to stop and have a bit of a break if things aren't working. So you can tell them that it's okay to go outside, have a 10-minute break and then come back in and try again if that, if that might help as well. Trent, can the parents be useful during the examination? Yeah, more often than not, we rely on the parents to help us out and they can do this in a few ways. We can get them to help position a patient so they might need to hold a, an arm or a leg to stop them from, from any little wiggles. We can get them to provide emotional support as well through reassurance. We can get them to provide distraction. Steve mentioned holding an iPad or an iPhone or something like that. Mm -hmm. Parents will often guide us as to what works best for the child because that's face it they usually know them pretty well absolutely and what about at the end of the examination do you just say thanks and see you later yeah that's not always a good idea yep. rewards are always good uh, we have a bunch of stickers that we give to patients who have done a good job 
and some who have done a bad job too, and that's okay. Um, <laughs> if you don't have stickers, you can organise certificates to give to the patient. And even if things don't go perfectly, always ending on a positive note with stickers or positive reinforcement can really put a smile on the child's face and make them a little bit happier to come back next time. Great. Thank you, Stephen Trent. What would be your three key take-home messages? For number one, I'd probably say make sure you prepare your patient as much as you best can, but also prepare your room as well. That's Mm -hmm. just point one still, not point two or three. (laughs) All right, you've still got two points up your sleeve. Okay, thanks. (laughs) Trent, would you like to give the second one? Establish rapport. So, yeah, that friendly, warm welcome to start things off really helps with a parent and with a patient. So getting parents on side and making a nice environment usually helps with winning over your patient too. Mm -hmm. I think for the third one, I'm going to probably amalgamate two into one so cheat a little bit here and say involve them in the examination but also provide as much distraction as you can for them as well yep great well thank you Stephen trent for talking today about your experiences as pediatric radiographers in the medical imaging department thank no you thanks for having us thanks for listening please view the description section below for more information on this topic The Education Hub is a collaboration between the Royal Children's Hospital and the University of Melbourne Department of Paediatrics and funded by the RCH Foundation.